All aboard! This is Pallone and Chubby, episode 78. Back at it again with that good stuff. This week, we invite Pallone's high school friend, John James, as we talk about the things that are important in life. John is welcome to the show because he is a street bike racer and a speed aficionado. John talks about the greatest things in life, bigger than thrills, and how to keep those things in perspective. Chubby is talking about what's going on in the news today and talking about how things are affected. John pipes in because he knows a little bit about how life goes on. So hold on to your seats. This is Pulling and Chubby, episode 78, doing what we do. Check us out. It's the Pelone and Chubby Show with your hosts, Rick Salas and Guy Murray, talking about comedy and everything that crosses their mind. It's the Pelone and Chubby Show. And we're live. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the episode of the Pelone and Chubby Show. I'm Rick Salas. And I'm Guy Murray. And that's John James sitting over there on the left of us, or on your right, or on the left, or the right. Whatever, you can figure it out. One of those two sides. Yeah, there we go. We're here on Wednesday, as promised last week. I was a little sick. Little baby doll. I had a little bug. I had no voice. That probably would have been a good time for me to come on the show. You would have heard a lot of Guy and very little of me, right? <laughs> that might have been a special day there. I told him to tape it up and let's go. Man. Yeah, so uh, yeah, would you, I think you, you made a reference to putting on a Kotex or something. Yeah. Just get yeah, out here and do it. Strap on, let's go. So uh, here we are, Wednesday, as always. We got a special show for you today. Uh, this gentleman uh, came all the way from Gardena, California, Gardena. Los Angeles. Yeah. He is a former classmate of mine from Redondo Union High School, class of older than dirt. Woo. And uh, he came down just to hang out, and he wanted to. Uh, we wanted to interview him. He does one of those special things that very few human beings can do on this earth, and that's go out on the track and have zero regard for his body. Somewhat, a little maybe regard for his life, dragged that knee across the track at 100 plus miles an hour yes. and on a little tiny, uh, mostly fiberglass and some metal uh, bike. And uh, they make that thing as light as possible. And uh, just, you know, I haven't done a whole heck of a lot of homework. I'm very familiar with the different circuits that are going on here and across the uh, pond there. Uh, but uh, give, give the Give the fans out there, give some of the crowd uh, an idea of, uh, you know, what races, what what size uh, CC bike here you ride, and uh, what uh, convinced you uh, to do this mad, mad sport of, what what is the official name? Motorcycle road racing. Motorcycle road racing, sport yeah. bikes, mm -hmm. right? All right, so what, what we're going to just jump right into this, right? Yeah, let's yeah, just jump in right now. It's hot. It's hot. We're so up, everybody we're knows live. who he is, who, what's going on. John's the man with the plan. So John James, he is on the professional circuit. No, not professional. All right, what is it? It's, uh, it's an amateur sport. It's okay. club racing. Club we racing. Race with Wear a Motorcycle Road Racing. Right. We have professionals that come and race with us. You know, they right. do their training or, you know, get up to speed for the pro circuit stuff when they come out. Right. But uh, And you're sponsored by a bunch of different manufacturers. 
uh, nut manufacturers by different companies. You know, right. I've got a uh, Dunlop helps me out with right. my with a lot Tires. of stuff. ASV uh, levers, levers, right? Uh, Those aren't cheap. No, uh, there's uh, a lot of different product sponsors that are, that are involved in my program, like right. uh, Vortex Racing Components. There and, you go. Uh, uh, Give them all a plug. Zero plug, gravity plug, plug. screens. Uh, God, if I could remember them all. This is being heard by millions across the country and other yeah. countries. So give them a plug, you know. All righty. Dunlop. Uh, I know they make some good tires. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some nice soft racing tires. You got. You probably go through what a pair every race, a couple pairs. Well, not really. You know, a lot of people like to change out their tires frequently. I've made a front tire last my whole season. Wow. In 2017, and won two championships with those tires. There you go. With so, that one front tire, but we change out the rear tire about. Uh, it depends on the racetrack, but, you know, call it once a weekend. So the idea here is, and I know they have, like, you know, the Campway Series for NASCAR, right? Okay. So it's kind of, it's professional, but yeah. when it, in the, I think when it originated, it really wasn't. Uh, where they had, like, kind of guys that were doing short track stuff and coming out and then getting seen. You know, they, they won maybe a little bit of money, but it was mostly amateurs. Right. So that's kind of like in the spot that you're in. You're you're getting your uh, licks in, getting out there and getting track time in and perfecting your uh, craft. Yeah, you know, I wanted to be professional years ago. Just right. out of high school, I did this. I played this game and right. had a lot of fun with it. Wanted to go pro, but just didn't have the right connections to go that way. Right. You know, so I, I go out and work my day job and uh, look forward to the weekends that I can get out to the racetrack and yeah. with my club and ride around, you know, we're a national club, but we have five regions and, uh, we're the, we're a West region out here. Yeah. So what, what track do you guys, uh, frequent the most? Our home course is, uh, auto club speedway out in Fontana where they do okay. the NASCAR racing too, but right. we, uh, we race in Vegas frequently. we got a double header round coming up next weekend. I know of one button willow. Button Willow, we got Button Willow yeah. coming up this year. The right. double header, we got Willow See. Springs. I'm a little, hey, I know a little bit. You know a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 you know about right? it. Just enough to be dangerous. <laughs> so, what what uh, size CC bike are you uh, swinging around? I race on a 2005 CBR 600. CBR 600, and double I tell R. people, I used to tell people when I was out running that uh, the motorsports shop there, they'd come in, and a lot of first time riders, and I tell them, hey. Uh, uh, what size bike are you looking for? And all of them would be, of course, pumping their chest out. I need a thousand cc bike, eleven hundred. I'm like, you really, really, you don't. <laughs> no. Because until you can ride the piss out of that bike, you got no business being on a one thousand. You know, you. Uh, I know, I know this one kid that was I our agree. finance manager, and he used to ride a, a six hundred, mm -hmm. a Yamaha R six, and uh, you'd see him coming into the dealership. At you know 130 miles an hour going around corners in the in the auto park, mm. and everybody was like, "Jeez, you know, like, you're gonna kill yourself like flash. that on the road." Yeah, just a flash. Yeah, and uh, but I said until you can ride like that, you got no business going past 600 cc's unless you're like six foot six, you know, 350 pounds, and then yeah. you're, you're gonna look like a you know a monkey on a football, you know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, a gorilla. So you might need something a little bit bigger, but it's not for the power. It's just to make it more size appropriate for you. Yeah, everybody wants to get on the biggest, baddest thing right, right away. But, you know, they, they think they're fast not on the street, and they show up to the racetrack, and all of a sudden on a 1,000cc bike, they're lappers to 600s right. for their first time. You know, it takes a while. You know, it's a different level. Yeah. So when did you start riding? Start riding? Well, when we were in yeah. high school. 
Yeah. When in high school, I had a little Rebel 250. There you go. Crash that thing in the single side of cylinder? a car. Is that single? Yeah, they're twins. They're twins? Yeah. And, uh, you know, just, I've been loving going fast as I can on two wheels since I was seven or eight years old. Yeah. You know, but never got on a motorcycle until, uh, you know, 16. Huh. 16 years old. When we never rode dirt bikes and stuff? No, no, yeah. never had the opportunity growing yeah. up in LA, Concrete City. There's no uh, place to take that Concrete thing. City. You know what kills me is you watch these videos, right? These music videos. Yeah. They got these rap videos, and like Atlanta and and uh, what? Give me some. Come on, help me out with this, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't know You're rap. You right. know the video. So, hey, I haven't watched rap videos in a long time. They come on the radio and I don't even. Texas, know. they be no wilding. Right, so, they be wilding. Right, so. They, they're all, all out on these quads and dirt bikes, and they're do, all doing wheelies mm -hmm. across the asphalt jungles. And uh, I'm like, wow. You know, I, I, ride, I was riding a dirt bike for a long time, and it took me a while to be able to do, you know, decent wheelies. These guys are doing wheelies halfway across town. They just ride on it. Right. And keep going miles. And, and, and granted, I mean, Black people, for the most part, aren't known for riding dirt bikes <laughs> or skiing or, or swimming. Right, right. So, so it was kind of odd for me to see a whole, like, 30, 40 bikes, quads, all that, rolling down city streets. Pretty impressive. All doing wheelies and stuff. Pretty impressive, but that's, that's not the place for it. No, it's not. But, you know, it, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, i never seen anything like that before. But apparently it's a thing, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's it called? I don't know what it's called. I think they got a name for it. Do they? Wow, well, you're now, definitely I'm, not in touch with your I, shit. I, what's going on? Man? I don't do it. I, I simply don't do not. I do not do that. Come on, Chubb. When we go to I your not do sector that. of the world, I do not. Do we need that. you to fill in. I'm sorry, that's not me. I just don't do that. Hey, there's a lot of stuff my people do, that's, and uh, but I just that's true. I I learned just a <laughs> little bit about it, so I can speak on it a little bit. Speak on that, Rick. you know. Like, uh, you know, uh, pinatas, quinceañeras. <laughs> I can't even say it. Yeah. Quinceañera. And as many as you've done. Guys like the resident DJ and thrower of all quinceañeras in North County. Well, I can't even say the word. I can't say it. So uh, what what are the, uh, so you said you won a couple championships. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, way back in the day, you know, in the regional championships. When nice. we were out of high school, you know, I just opted on them first year racing yeah. it was just my fourth year riding a motorcycle so went out and did the AMA stuff in the region right and got a, an invitation to go to Daytona sit next to pole position uh, was number one in the country in points wow and uh, kind of dropped out of it in 92 after bailing at Willow Springs at 155 yikes how'd that feel uh, like a rock on water life threatening yeah yeah but walked away from it yeah. Walked away from it and put it down for about 11, 12 years. And wow. I had this itch going, you know. I got wow. to get, get back. I well, you know, they say you got to get back on it. You got to get yeah. back on it. Like, yeah, it took me 11 years to get back on it. Wow. And then decided to get back on it. must have been a pretty hellacious wreck. Oh, it was crazy, man. Last thing I remember when I blacked out, I was about as high as a telephone pole in the air, and I was in my Jesus Christ pose. There you go. Wow. At 150 miles an hour. Ready wow. to go. And I walked away. That's crazy. Yeah, so I, my, my, one of my daughters was uh, six months old at the time, so I thought, you know, I better focus on some other things right yeah. now. And But, you know, the... the How'd you get so going. high in the air? A little camber to the track, and when you get to the edge, I kind of just launched. 
Wow. Took a flight. There you go. 150. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You probably just need a little hiccup to get you airborne. Oh, yeah. It was wild. Yeah. Lucky to walk away from it. If you knew nothing could happen, I don't know how to try it. You know, like, if you knew you were going to live through it, right? I'd try it just for the experience. Well, you know, if, if that's... If that's some proof to it, you know, right there, I walked away from a 150-mile-an-hour yeah. crash, but, you know, uh, wound up in the hospital when we were in high school or senior year, yeah. uh, 10 days out of consciousness wow. from running into the side of a car that pulled in front of me. Wow. So, you know, granted, the speeds are higher, but it's a way safer environment being that you got corner workers, you got right. ambulance right there, multiple ambulances ready and there's not a whole lot of obstructions either, really. From there's no cars, there's no curbs, there's no poles, there's no dogs running across the road, there's no police officers with their radar gun, right. they give you a ticket, lose your license, jack your insurance rates right. up. It's a place, you know... And like they say, you can't run from the radio. No. I see many people, though, Mm-mm. try to make that run. Yeah. You know, you know bike. It's never going to happen. The radio is way faster, right? This yeah. one guy we sold a bike to, uh, he was nuts. Absolutely nuts. He was on a, a, a GSXR 1000, and he uh, the orange and black one. Remember they came out that orange and black one. So he, he took that out. Huh? You can hear it now. Man, I don't know what she's thinking, man. Uh, he took it out on the road, and next thing you know, you see it on the news from the helicopter oh. <laughs> recording it. Wanted to get famous, uh, right? Yeah. So he's rolling, and and uh, man, he. Uh, I think they had, they clocked him out of the helicopter at 190 mm. on the freeway. Wow. And, uh, yeah, he ended up, I think, uh, spilling out over the freeway there. Mm. But uh, he just, uh, he said he, he probably skid on the concrete for like a, a football field and a half. <laughs> right. And, and does he have the gear on for it? No, oh, he's no. got jeans on yeah. and he went through the jeans. You shredded and, right away. And he looked like one big scab from... Right. From the bottom of his neck down to uh, his toes, the backside of his knees. Oh, yeah, wow! <laughs> it was one solid scab. It's that's brutal. Yeah. It so, really is. But you know, we go to the racetrack. We got full leather race gear uh, on. We got boots. We got gloves. Back protectors. You know, we, it's the absolutely most safest environment you could ride a motorcycle. And if you want to, you know, go out and push these things and, and learn what they're capable of doing, it's amazing. You know, you get up in the canyons on these bikes and you think uh, you're going fast, but you're not. No. It just feels like it. It feels like it, but the only place to really experiment with yourself and with these things is to get out to a racetrack with them. They're so much fun. Because I've been out on the back roads, and I probably did, you know, 115, 120, mm-hmm. and it felt like oh, it's, it's flying. Yeah, right? Everything's just moving past you so fast. And, and it's really not that fast. But No, no, but, but you know, this is the good thing about riding on the track is my mind is used to going 150 miles an hour right. into a corner, you know, dragging your knee at 120 or something. And right. I get out on the street and I'm doing 65, it's super slow. Yeah. And so it makes the environment for me even safer because I've slowed everything down in my brain. Back when, before I got on a racetrack, right. that was fast. You know, yeah. doing 70 or 80 miles an hour, that was fast. So that wreck has to be probably the... The thing that sticks in your mind the most. Yeah, you know, I got little girls at home yeah. I got to come to. I got a job I got to go to on Monday. You know, I got a lot of life left to live. And yeah, you want to make you want to see that checkered flag. So now you think like because I'm getting older, you know. And we're uh, getting older. Yeah, arguably so. Yeah. There's stuff that I can't do anymore. 
And, and now I'm at a point where I can admit it. <laughs> but racing is a bike doing, I mean, you're doing a lot of the work, but, you know, the motors, it got, so is there an age where you can't do it anymore? I don't think so. I've got a friend that was uh, about 72 years old. He was still out there racing his motorcycle. Wow. Jack Baker, he was awesome at it. Yeah. He's an old, old champion from the... He's been racing motorcycles since we were born, you know? Do, you, do your reaction times, reflexes, your ability to react fast in, in, in certain situations, does that go? Well, definitely... Uh, you know, the training that you get, you know, and getting prepared to race on a, on a track and, and to actually get good at it, it definitely helps for street, you know, because you, you're taking those, not only slowing things down in your mind, but, you know, your, your fingers always are at the brake lever. Your brakes right. are always up to temperature. You know, you just know how the bikes work. You know, you understand what happens. But let's just say this guy, 72, is good enough to get on the pro circuit. Mm. Is that age going to keep him from? He's not able to get on the pro circuit. The rules limit you to a certain age. Why not? If a guy can ride faster than lightning and he's 72 years old and has all his faculties there, why can't the old dude ride? He can still ride, but on the pro circuit, they have rules and limitations, and there's an age restriction as well. I think it's up to about 52, 55 for the pro circuit. Wow. But most of the guys are in their 20s or 30s. Well, yeah, of course. They you think know? the young bucks are the... They are. They're uh, fast. Those guys yeah, are but good. why are they faster? It's the bike doing the work. Well, it's... you know, Because they're as nuts? You, as you get older, you got a little more... You got a lot more responsibilities. You got more, a right. lot more realization. Let's say you don't care 20. about anybody. You got no family. Well, that was me and at I'm 20. 70 years old. That was uh, at 70 years old. <laughs> There's a lot more going on. And I'm already You're halfway gone. What do I care? I'm going to ride like, you know, there's no tomorrow. You know, it's about seeing that checkered flag. You want to see that checkered every time. That's, That's how I feel. You know, I'm coming up on my 50s. That's what I'm saying. If old dude wants to get out there and rip it up, we should he let can. him. He can. He can. He can come out and club race with us at Wera. Right. Or but let's say, different clubs. Let's say he's that. still good. They call enough. it the senior class. Yeah, yeah let's, senior say, class. let's say he's still good enough to whoop up on those youngsters. There's a lot of them out there that do. Right. Let's, let's give, give Pops a chance. <laughs> rekindle that dream yeah. who are we to take that dream from him? yeah the dream everybody living the dream I, yeah. I just I don't know when the dream starts to become not enough work not worthy of a the dream? chase no, so it, yeah because of, when it becomes a real dream and a real dream. not it's reality not, it's not worthy of the chase like there's anymore. a chance I got a chance alright yeah. when, when do you figure it's that time to some people never had a chance. Never had a chance. Right, but nobody ever gave them the truth. They needed the truth. Because then they could have came up with a dream that was more obtainable. So they got cheated. Somebody should have been honest with them. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro, but you will never, ever in a million years do what you think you're going to do. So let's pick something that's more obtainable. Right? Is that wrong? That's not wrong. That's like if you got that kid that's got a little drag in their step, and he's talking about, yeah, I'm going to be a dancer. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be, look, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not a dancer. <laughs> you're not going to. What about a writer? Right. Yeah, let's oh, do that. I, I'm, I'm writing. I got two books. Hey, make two books. I'm very close. I'm very close. Let's make you a See. piano player or something. You know what I mean? Dreams can expand anywhere. Yeah. Right. But I think we got the responsibility to get the, the little fool on the right track. <laughs> it's, the, it's, the, it's the responsibility. But, I mean, it's like when things but, become uh, uh, 
obtainable and you actually or you get paid to do it it's like oh so I got recognition for a second there so mm-hmm. I, now it makes me want to keep Bob, doing it that is very loud oh, I'll, take you, I'll take that I'll take that that's worth it that's worth it but I mean you know like I'm, I'm saying like you know that little that little that little kid uh, daddy but 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 daddy I want to play professional basketball but 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 son you barely five foot two inches tall. And then he you comes little, back with you, facts. He goes, "You as round as the basketball, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't jump much higher than a credit card." Yeah, but then he says, "Well, this Spud Webb was this, this, and this, and this." Yeah, but he could jump out of the gym. <laughs> he was only five foot what seven? Five seven. Right. So I mean, there. Look at there are exceptions in this there world. There are some exceptions, but yeah. you son are not one of those. <laughs> So let's think of some. Let's pull out. Uh, let's pull out some kind of little book or something that has different kind of uh, uh, talents, uh, uh, sports, uh, something that's more up your more alley. up your alley, right up yeah. there. And so joining us on the watch party, you got Brandon Woodard. We've got some family. You got some questions. They actually they want to hear a joke. Is, is that who does? Uh, Daniel says, uh, "I can't." You got to scroll it down. And oh, he said, uh, "A joke." Yeah, they want to hear a joke. I got allergies. <laughs> The joke? What joke do you want to hear? One of the kids, roll down, scroll down. Hold on. Do I got anything clean I can do? Do you? (laughs) What's going on with this? Oh, there There it is. David Medina, what's going on? Ashley Medina, yeah. Wow. What's up? Micah said he wants to hear a... Joke. Joke. This is... All right, tell Micah to give me a topic. Type in a topic, and I will write him a joke that will forever be Micah's joke. Micah. <laughs> I'm going to write it on the spot. And Micah is my uh, nephew of my uh, youngest brother, Daniel, and he just turned 18 years old on the 14th of April. 18? 18 years old. Oh, man, I was about to hit him with an, uh, an Easter joke, but he's 18. He's he 18. Handle, he can handle this. Right. So he uh, uh, turned 18. He's driving. Wow. I think he still works at the Five Guys Burger Joint. Oh, man. And has not bought me, brought me one burger Is he local to this day. To, is he local They live like burger? five minutes away. Five Guys. The five Salty Guys is over there in, uh, in Vista, Vista Village. The village. They can't hook you by, up. Yeah, by the uh, movie theater. Man, Grubhub. And he has over. not brought me not even one French fry. Grubhub even delivers the Five uh, Guys, man. Come on. I got I people that I hardly even know bring me by food. You know, like we just had pizza and and, and a look at John. Look at John just drove John all the way down from LA, 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 and there's pizza and a, and, a, and, a, and a salad. There. My own nephew can't even come uh, three minutes, four minutes down the street. Ninety-four miles, man. Right. Ninety-four, 94 miles. miles. He 94 did miles. it fifteen you can't minutes drive on five. the bike. <laughs> he, he did. He did, did one ten on the Boy, bike. Boy, he's fast. No, no, no. <laughs> Okay, let me tell you that. So, uh, I mean, how do you know? It's like, Wee! okay, better calm down. How do you know? It's yeah, more like sounding my bike. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what do we got here? So, shout out to PCH uh, Power Sports Honda hey, Car. Edgar. Like, yeah, what's up, Edgar? Yeah. Vasquez in the house. So, that's, that's uh, one, of a, one of our sales guys at the, the shop I work for, PCH Power Sports. PCH Power Sports Honda Kawasaki. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm thinking there's still people sitting up on the floor. I used to sell those Kim that I passed. I, you know, and I'm, I made it 94 miles. The Kimco uh, scooters, right? It's, we sell a whole bunch of different stuff right. Honda, Cowie. 
Morogusi. Morogusi's. Diageo. Vespa. Yeah, wow. great way to get Italian around town. Ooh, Save yourself Italian. some money on gas. Right. Morogusi, they have uh, some interesting bikes. All right. So if you're up in the Marina del Rey area, L.A. area, if you want the best deal in power sports, motorcycles, parts, accessories, go on down there and check out PCH Power Sports. Yes, sir. We'll take good care of you. This is where John... 4110. 4110 Lincoln Boulevard, Marina yeah. del Rey, man. What do, you, what do you do over there? You, I'm a mechanic. You does a wrench in there? Yeah. And he'll tune your shit up. I'm sorry, tune well, your stuff up. <laughs> make it purr like you a kitty You got to drive your car down, pick up a motorcycle, right. and then you'll save yourself three quarters of the time. And then you can check work. out Edgar, Edgar in sales, job. and he'll hook you up. And what's up with the price of gas nowadays? Right, Dude. gas is going through Jeez. the roof again. If you want to get over 100 miles a gallon. I think I got here on about uh, two a gallon and a half. There probably. you go. Oh. Going to, oh, trying to reconnect. Oh, oh, no. Just hoping it. Just hoping it. Just hoping it. That's time to drink a beer then. Yeah. I'll slice oh, that. Whoa, oh. we're back. Can we get it? <laughs> yeah. Hello. Yeah. You me, uh, yeah, I got choked up, bro. I got choked up. So, uh, yeah, if you want to head down there, go check out Edgar. He'll hook you up in the sales department. And uh, you guys take trade ins, I'm sure. Yeah, go they in go there and there check and it out. out. Yeah. And uh, get you a good deal. Get on a bike, but ride safe. Take a riding class. It's worth it if you haven't ridden before. In the old days, we just went out there and just went for it. Nobody even ever taught us how to ride. We just figured it out somehow on some little little bike that we wrecked up until we got on a good one. And uh, uh, we just learned that way. I learned how to drive a, a car, a stick shift car. Just bought one. Everybody's like, well, how are you going to drive it? I said, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and uh, eventually figured it out. Same thing kind of with bikes. But now you can take these courses, which uh, in the old days I would have said, well, let's eat. Uh, but uh, it's worth it to take the courses. Motorcycle safety foundation. Time. Right. You know, just, just to get all the proper training, learn all the rules on the road that are going to keep you alive. Because It's imperative. There's it's laws, smart. and then there's smart stuff that you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the laws aren't going to keep you alive, but that smart stuff will. So take one of those courses. It's worth it if you care about your life. If you don't care and you're on your way out and it's you know hanging from your closet or going out on a bike and getting stupid, don't worry about it. Do your thing. Do your thing. Do your, <laughs> Do your thing. thing. Don't let me stop you from exiting. All right, yeah. so... Uh, so we got the phone number for PCH Motorsports. That's 310-823-3300. They got that magic sales number guys that take good care of the they people they do. Yeah. Guys like Edgar Vasquez is up there ready for you. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, How was your week, man? My week was interesting, man. I left work a little early Friday uh, because I got to the point where people really couldn't even hear me on the phone. It was that bad? I lost my voice that bad where I was yelling... In order for people to hear me, I said, well, this is no good. This is not and good. I was feeling sick, weak. You know that achy feeling you get? I think it all sets in, though. It's like something in your mind just clicks. You go, oh, well, if I don't slow down, I'm going to, oh, I'm feeling worse. And then it, right. it becomes psychosomatic. The, yeah, the mental thing, you know. Psychosomatic. I learned, that, I learned that from my mom. Do <laughs> you want to go to school today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I learned the self-medication, self-diagnosing. Yeah. Next thing you know, I start out with a little runny nose and I got cancer. He's a full. <laughs> he's, he's full on. He's full on. Full blown HIV. Yeah, he's got. You know, he's so, done. 
done. Right. He's given up on life. He's already looking for his son. I'm already making the phone calls to the family. Yeah. I think he's gone. I, I'm going. I'm yeah, going. I'm not going to last through probably the next day or two. Yeah, I better call Make-A-Wish and go ahead and get my donor's card all ready uh, to go. Yeah. That's how bad it is. I'm going uh, downhill fast. Yeah, let me make sure that... Going down. Let me fast. make sure that stamp is still... That sticker is still on my... Uh, um, on my license, yeah, donate definitely. my parts, my skin. I, I didn't I, know that funny. was a thing. Yeah, no, and then there's, there's certain points when they don't let you donate anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, remember Dane McKay? Play baseball with Dane! No, yeah, no he, that was years ago, right? He's watching. Hi, Dane. Hey, John James went to... So y'all uh, went Virginia. to school together. Yeah, we went yeah. to school. Yeah. yeah. Same grade? Yeah. 88? Yeah. 88. 88. I just said that out loud. 88, 88, 88. I'm 88, too. I'm 88. Are you? Yeah. Man, I didn't know you were that old. What? You guys are like the Asians. The black don't crack. No, black don't crack. Right. And when I say I got two kids that are 27 and 29, they'd be like, oh, shut up. Right. What? Well, they might just be trying to be nice. I'm just being I'm just saying. <laughs> what, black got crack? What? Black don't crack. Black, black so, most of the time, black crack. do have crack. Yes. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> it's a degradation of the black man. Right. Yeah. Well, white folks have got the meth. No, they got the <laughs> right meth. Saying? They got the meth. They the got half. the meth. So, you know, meth kills too. all that shit. Crack kills and meth kills. It's them opiates, man. It's them opiates. <laughs> Cigarettes and alcohol don't do Cigarettes. shit. Cigarettes. Well, anything. <laughs> Yeah, I, I see. I see different habits with the cigarette and the, and the beers. Uh, I'll tell you what. Out. It's not the. It's not the fact that the crack, crack or meth kills. It's the overuse of, of the, the crack, crack or meth that kills. Yeah. Yeah. Heroin's not a terrible, terrible drug. If you only use it every once in a while, right? It is moderation the is the key to life. To moderation everything. to everything. You can diet on a moderation. You diet a little bit this week. What's what, what is week. it? What is the difference, honestly? From drinking a whole mess of alcohol and, or doing a bunch of uh, blow. Or going to do CrossFit. Well, alcohol you can, kill your liver, number one. Right. Alcohol will kill your liver. But you can go and work out too much, destroy the muscles. There's been people that eight. died uh, exercising yeah, too much. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, moderation, then we, baby. Then moderation. we got a whole bunch of fat people in this world that eat too much, and that's killing them. And that's killing them. Yeah. What about that dude that drank like 20 liters of Coca-Cola all at once? Oh, he died, too. he died, too. Right. The one that drank. He should. That's God's way of weeding out the wheat. If you're going to do stupid stuff like that, you deserve to exit. Quick. That's just one less person that we got to worry about. No slow drip. You got to go quick. Let that that one go. When he goes to the hospital and he says, uh, This is what he did. then you need to say like, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's what happens when you do stuff like that. So, you know, it's all good. What do we got there? We got six comments. Thank you all for joining in. This is the Polona Chubby Show every Wednesday night coming to you at 8 o'clock because Daddy got a day job and I can't do it early anymore. So uh, we appreciate you coming in. We got on the show today John James James. from Los Angeles. He is uh, part of a uh, a riding club that uh, goes out there and gets on the track and tears it up. Tears it up from the floor up. Sitting next to me is the chubby one, Guy Murray. Peace. I went out to Guy's uh, Endeavor, uh, the new uh, Guy and Benji and a few other dudes, uh, have formed the Comedy League, and it tours all across San Diego County, probably even part of Riverside County, 
and uh, they put on uh, pop-up shows, and uh, they battle for points. And it's a weekly uh, circuit, probably much See, like yours. You got your points, and I'm right. like, oh, you get your yeah, points. Yeah, no, it's, 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 right? it's, it's so John understands. Uh, they wear these uh, uh, ref shirts, which whatever, okay. <laughs> and uh, and the comics, I was uh, quite pleased, uh, surprised, pleasantly surprised by the level of the comics. Uh, it it was worth the uh, price of admission, which was zero. Um, but uh, usually, when it was shows like that. Uh, you don't expect the uh, the finest, uh, the cream of the crop talent, but uh, they were actually very good. It was thoroughly entertaining. Yeah, that young lady that uh, won. It's hard to points. score. It's hard to score. It uh, was very difficult. It was interesting. I did not expect uh, that out of her. Uh, it was basically like uh, the wives of the OC went rogue and uh, started complaining about everything. It was it was borderline man hater humor. But at the same time, was still funny to a man. It's mm. it's it's unique because um, I have a battle show as well that, um, and it's battle of the sexes. So the women and they always they they quickly connect with the few women that are in the crowd. They went over the guys was just uh, mm. so. But yeah, no, they go out and just lay it down. They're funny. They're Did ridiculous. you see her? Uh, now I don't know if she's watching, but I don't know, I'm not gonna say anything bad. It's your people's. But did you see her crew? Her crew? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, well. let me just say, uh, uh, it was a little bit, well, it was a little bit of a twisted version of the the housewives of wherever. These were the Stepford Stepford wives on. Right. There was no something. These were the wayward wives. Wayward. The wayward wives, yeah. Yeah. But. They had the same kind of little kind attitude, of, yeah. and a little, a little bit of uh, what do you call it? Uh, for a guy, you would call it uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's not swagger, swagger yeah. Right, but they, the they female version of it. So they were all like print and print proper, and proper and yeah. out there soliciting. If <laughs> I don't know, the word soliciting. not like not in the illegal yeah. way, they but. Were, they were, but they were, they were definitely showing out. I, I couldn't tell who was the ringer, though. It was but, like but, yeah. but it was one of those things where the looks didn't quite match. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The swagger they were, they the were, whole, they were the whole show. Over. They were just kind of... Right. Uh, there was one that was there. She was had just finished running a marathon, so she was right. like completely drained. She had this just blank right. stare on her face. She, she disappeared real right. quickly. It's, uh, it's, it's like that, uh, what do you call it? Um... You hit the runner's wall. She definitely She's, hit the wall. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, you oh, look, yeah, you yeah, look, you yeah, look, you, yeah, you, right. mm-hmm. yeah, you look good. <laughs> and then you're like, what? Well, she's doing the most she can with what she's she got. got. Yeah, there it is. Right. Like remember, you know that one trailer park. We're so proud of her. This is this is the flower of this here park, and we are so proud of her. The whole family comes out, and this is just our baby. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Look at Paul, 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 look how she's grown up. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> we just love her so much. Look at her. And she's all dolled up. You're like, yep, she's doing the best she's she doing can the best with what she's got. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm yeah. telling John. What trailer park? Trailer park boys. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> what I love about uh, uh, NASCAR, and I don't know if it's the same with uh, motorcycle riding, but uh, boy, I love me some NASCAR, man. Uh, Especially uh, them folks from Alabama. The fans, Alabama. The, the, the left band, turn. And, you know what I'm saying? Left turn. Yeah. Left turn. I don't even care to Straight watch. Away. Uh, hey, left there's turn. another turn coming. I don't. Uh, I don't watch the racing. 
watched I watched the crowd because there's some special folks out in the crowd. Yeah, there sure. Oh my God, the accents. I'll, I'll, I'll go with one. I mean, I, I, my neighbor. I had my neighbor. I talked him into getting the WrestleMania. Uh, them people, some true believers. To go into that WrestleMania. They we we what we um we we um did the pay per view for the WrestleMania oh, yeah. thirty five. That oh. was a pleasant event. Just Dude. to see Ronda Rousey run around and get fake punched and all that stuff and everything. It was just, I, th- I think my daughter was like ten maybe. When you Lee. did a West Man- I, WrestleMania. No, I t- and I took her. I uh we we left the motorcycle shop and uh she jumped on the back of the bike. Oh yes. Okay. That was on a uh uh Yamaha uh, F, was it FZ1000 where the bars are kind of up a little bit more? FZ1. With the bars are up. FZ1. More comfortable. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm riding that over there. My daughter's on the back. I put the helmet on her. And so my buddy comes up next to me and he taps me and he says, hey, she's sleeping. I was like, hey, <laughs> you got to wake up. You know, you can't be sleeping on the back of the bike. No. So I'm taking her up to the Stockton Arena. And we're going to see Ozzy. We got free tickets to Ozzy because I used to do a the Corona comedy series there. And so uh, they'd always give me free tickets to all the shows. Anyway, we go in there, and I'll tell you what. Stockton is uh, a special place to begin with, right? Yeah. But then when you have an Ozzy and Rob Zombie at the Stockton Arena... And all them people can crawl out of the hills and stuff <laughs> and come to this show. Boy, that's something special right there. Because yeah, right. my daughter's sitting there. I'm like, hey, stay close to me, you know, because, uh, yeah. You don't know. And, uh, man, there's a dude that was sitting in front of us, and I swear to you, he didn't stop uh, uh, headbanging for the entire two and a half, three hours with no shirt on, soaking wet, I promise you that the majority of his blood was meth. <laughs> there was very, very little very blood little left blood in there. That one, huh? So I told her, I held on to her, I said, hey, just kind of stay right here. But I don't even know that we went inside when Rob Zombie was on because the people were like... Just stuck on it. I was like, man, this is like Halloween, but a sick and twisted wow. Halloween. Wow, wow. It was crazy. But Ozzy, when he came out there... It was a little more subtle, more mellow, but still, the freaks were still out. And it was so sad, man. Ozzy singing halfway through the song, and you'd notice they'd kick the track up yeah. to cover his voice because his voice started going. Oh, man. And he couldn't even finish one whole song. That's no cool. Way. Yeah, he would start out the song, and then you'd see him just fade out. We'll see how good you do at 90. Yeah, <laughs> so, then, so then he said, uh, he said uh, oh, Sharon, Sharon uh, uh, won't let me do it anymore. I want to stay with you guys longer, but... Uh, Sharon's pulling the plug. She said, I'm done. You understood what he was saying? Yeah. That part he did. <laughs> that part he did. Yeah, so it was it was, uh, it was was a cool show. It's it, funny. You can understand Ozzy when he sings, but you can't understand him when, when he he's talks. When he's talking. Yeah, no. That's, that's uh... <laughs> What I don't understand, he's been here for a million years. Yeah, right. How in the world does he still have that accent? <laughs> you know? But at the same time, you can get somebody that goes on vacation, like I was saying last week, They'll go on, to vac- on vacation to London for two weeks. They come back and they got the accent. I'm like, hey, hey. You know? <laughs> I can't get rid of it after yeah. 30 years. Like, how how in the hell did you, how'd you get that accent? accent right. but he, doesn't, he doesn't have the accent when he sings. Right. He, they never do. No. Have you noticed any of these people from uh, from across uh, the bay there, they, don't, uh, they, they come here, they act, they don't have an accent, they sing, they don't have an accent. I'm like, man. You know, you ever, watch, you ever watch uh, House? Oh, Remember my doctor? gosh, yes. Guy? Oh, that dude, uh, Hugh Laurie. Right. right. He's from England. He's got a full-blown... He, he, 
you would never know on you the show, know. right? Yeah, yeah. That kid that is uh, the good doctor, the autistic. Also, one, yeah, yeah. Also has a full accent. Never watched. You would never know. But that's probably because he's doing the whole autistic. Uh, hey, you know, my cousin did a did a, a movie though. What was that Tango and Cash? He yeah, played, yeah, he played in Australia. He, he was Jack Plant's like backup guy, right? Oh, wow. wow! And he had a strong Australian accent. Born in Beaumont. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, who, hey, who was in that? Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And uh, and, and Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Right? Yep. Tango and Cash. Yeah. Where the cripple fright fight crime. <laughs> Yeah. How those two ever make it through that movie? Oh, they had God. to be stunt doubles. Yeah, they came out so no, and then it was somebody else filled in the rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Hey, how did he? You know what, man? You know I don't want to disrespect Sylvester Stallone, but can you call him an actor for reals? <laughs> Honestly. Oh, uh, let me see. When did he ever act? I, mean, I guess the early Rocky. I think stuff, he was just being him. Just Rocky. Like, I don't even know if that's that. Maybe, hey, maybe if, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's hard to pull off, actually. I, like that. Uh, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's just uh, every day. Oh, man, be careful now. He just is like, no, 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 man. I'll tell you who was cool. It was Polly. Polly was definitely. Polly was, was cool. Uh, Rocky's son in the later ones, I wanted to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Trying to emulate your that. dad. Your dad is heavyweight champion of the world <coughs> many times over. One of the coolest, not smart people in the world. <laughs> and he made it as far as he did, has a business, cares about his wife who died. And you're just this little naggy, bratty, kid who's not even a kid anymore you're in college you graduated you got a job and you're still a dick <laughs> and your dad's one of the coolest ever yep and i just wanted to like what's the address like june tells me let's go to ryan's house <laughs> I'm like ryan's a youtube i don't even know where he lives well just find it dad just find, find it, it. yeah i just wanted to find that set of rocky i know it was filmed a while back they're probably not there anymore but I wanted to roll up on that set and just walk up, and not even say a word, and just sock him in the mouth. <laughs> Yo, Rock, this for you. Rock, right? this you know is what I'm for you. Yo. Yeah, you're a stupid kid. I hate him. Damn. You can't him. Tell us how you really feel. Tell us how you really feel. If you're out there and you're listening, you want to get a piece of the action, you want to call into the show, 760-565-3713 is t- taped and pinned to this talk. 760-565-3713. That's 760-JOKES. Oh, it's David Colley from Tracy. Three. He's got a ranch up there. We're going to actually go up there at one time and do a benefit show. A benefit up show? in Tracy. Yeah. And uh, we never came together, but uh, we've gone and we've done. He used to have the Banna Inn up there. A farm aid. Which I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's supposedly haunted. And we went up to, we used to do a dinner show there. It was oh, actually I'd pretty cool. To, I'd love to go to a haunted theater. Yeah, so we used to do a dinner show up there. It was all right. Jerry Marsh, what's happening? Thanks for joining the watch party. Give us a little recognition, some shout-outs to Scott Lowe, Rick Rick, Rick Vellum, Tina Lockenbaugh, McSpiran, Jim Winkler. What's up, buddy? Jim. Ralph Ramirez. Rafael Ramirez. My goodness. Ole, ole. And then uh, Porfirio Gomez. Thanks for joining the watch party. You that's guys are definitely... That's a whole lot of people. Right. So uh, don't get don't get on weird people. I'm 100 percent Latino. Down. I can point that out. 
97%. I'm 100% Latino. No. How's that? <laughs> you're, you're Half three, Costa Rican. 3% French. Mexican and Spanish. 3% French or Spanish. What French is it? Just because somebody stuck their tongue in my ass one time doesn't make me French. By injection. Right. Booty hope. So, uh... In the news, in the news, what we do here in the news, we do, everybody picks out one topic to talk about that's going on in the news, and then we all expound upon that topic. We're not the news, we just make fun of the news and and the stupid stuff that people do. What? And the spin of the news. Oh, yes. So, so in the news, who wants to go first? Who's got a topic? I got, I got, I got the one, man. Do it. The thoughts and prayers <coughs> for the Nostra Dame burning mosque, the chapel in Sistine. P- P- mosque? I didn't it's know. a mosque. The freaking Notre Dame That's a Catholic cathedral. Cathedral. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. the word. Uh, they were so worried about the art, the history, and so the whole world is pretty much standing still with some thoughts and prayers and it's been restored it's been destroyed it's been through wars and the fires then people were outside just crying and weeping and oh my god one church literally one church that's not just one church that is the church that's that's a thousand years old right okay and it's been restored. And what hangs out for a thousand years? Right? And, and the, my favorite country my, been around for a thousand years. No. Aside, aside from my wife, my second favorite female in the world, Selma Hayek, her billionaire husband has given one hundred and thirteen million dollars to rebuild it. Help wow. them people. Help them people. And so they're they're targeting to try to do it within five years. I don't care about him, but she is the best. <laughs> tasty, 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 tasty. <laughs> Yeah, so they're, they're they're targeting to try to do it in five years. I believe it's as much loot that's being tossed at them. They but, should have it done in six months. Uh, well, the, so, re- the real deal is you're never going to rebuild it like it was. Like it was. But you can make it look close. Yeah, I mean, and they saved 80% of the artwork, which was the biggest thing um, in the history. So there you go. We have so history. Did, we have art. How much of the place burned? Um, the roof, right? The roof fell in over the major. T- uh, so and this- a lot of the artwork is still. Well, I mean, stone, oh, yeah. stone doesn't burn. So stone fortunately, the, <laughs> fortunately, the the majority of the church still looks to be okay. But I don't know if you, that place. They're sitting, they're sitting water. I don't know there. if you see my hands or my physique, but I'm not much of a builder. <laughs> I'm not much of a builder, but it's. Uh, I barely wipe my own ass. <laughs> so like hard, hard, hard to you know like, <coughs> all the attention to that and everything, and then the thoughts and prayers going out, the decorum. Of a past president, and then the current president tweets the most ridiculous thing. Well, they should do something really quick and maybe get the air tankers and put that fire out. Very sad. If you were a bombardier in France, the service civile, that's the civil wow. service. Impressive. And you're f- fighting the fire with the best of your ability and have been doing so, the last thing you're going to want to do is pound the ceiling with by dumping water on it. But Trump is always making it about him, going out and saying these most preposterous things. Maybe they should have raked 
the the floors so it wouldn't have caught fire or something. You just use tankers, use tankers. You know, he's telling Bowen things. You know, hey, at least he didn't say piece. something like, "If it burns down all the way, I will build two Trump, Trump towers." towers there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was probably in the back of his mind. How can he profit off of this? How can how can burn, how can I profit over this situation? The roof is on fire. And we don't need no water. But let Trump build a tower. <laughs> so that's There's what's up with my... Mike that's that's yeah, sorry, a little sorry, little Michael. That's, uh, but that's, uh, you know, so thoughts and prayers and everything like that. Meanwhile, three African-American churches are burnt by a crazed, crazed, homemade terrorist. He's not... Antifa, not Antifa. Are these are these Baptist churches or are they Oslo Oslo Bacon's? Oslo Bacon's. No, they were they were they were definitely uh Moskish. <laughs> they were they were burned and no consideration, no big cry outcry or whatever. And the guy was just another one of those homeborn terrorists. Right. So, I mean, were they a thousand years old? Did they make a movie, Hunchback or Notre Dame, man? Come on. Hey, was was thanks, the, James. Was, <laughs> thanks. Was the pastor screwing half of the congregation? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, driving a Cadillac in the Catholic yeah, in the Catholic Church. You Catholic, got you got right? that. And hey, they just so drink you, and they just and drink and drink it's okay. And screw little boys and do and yeah. do Come a, on. a couple hell marys <laughs> and it's all good. Do a couple hell marys and it's all good. Hey, I was touched by an altar boy and I'm okay. Uh, you, you turned out all right. Look at you now. Yeah. You know, that's that's so that's my end of news and just how the world's attention went to that. People that never even visited the place. <laughs> oh my god, it's a terrible thing. Oh, I'm so I don't know what to do. Well, if you if you were if you were religious, if you were Catholic, you know, that's like uh, you know, a very sacred place that is is virtually gone in a way. It'll be back. It'll be it's eighty percent, eighty percent intact still. Right. Yeah. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. Yeah, it, it'll be okay. Personally, right. I don't give a shit, but I'm just saying. You know, it's like whatever. I, mean, I was in that place. Back. I'm selfish you that went, way. You went. You I, been, you I, I've been there in '85, and it, the, right. you're awestruck, and you're like, Whoa. the the wind, the glass windows. Shit. It was just, it was a beautiful experience. Like if the comedy in store in L.A. burned down, yeah. then I'd probably be crying yeah. for a minute, right? right. Because of the blow, you know, the right. little blowjob you no, got I mean, in the I mean, back bathroom. Uh, but uh, whatever, the church. Uh, something that would definitely affect I know it's sensitive for a lot of people. I'm just well, no, saying. I, th I think as far as that, that Trump statement goes, you know, about, oh, we need to, you know, drop some water tankers on it. Well, that was just, you know, something has to happen quickly. Is he a fire, fire a firefighter? No. You but, can't you take know, him seriously on everything. Yeah, just right? just understand that. that. We wish that something could happen right. fast. The urgency in yeah, it. The put the fire to out. Yeah. Right. Rafaelito, what's up, homie? He's tuning in. All right. So, yeah, mine was uh, was uh, the brilliant move of uh, DT. Oh. And I know you got. I know you don't I, like him and everything. I, it's not that I don't. Like and I him. probably wouldn't if I was black. I probably wouldn't like him either. It's not that I don't like him. He said all the slurs behind the scenes and all that, so you Donald know how Trump. he really oh, thinks. Donald Trump. We, but we, DT went out there and he said, uh, "You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and let all these people come in our country that everybody's crying about not letting them in. Fine. So all you sanctuary city bleeding heart liberals." Democrats that have no no grasp of what it takes to run this country, no desire to do anything and step on anybody's toes, let anybody walk on us anytime they want. 
the sorriest people on this planet, you can have them. And what did they say? Oh, no. We want these people to have rights. We want these people to... Well, they wouldn't no, have no, a southern no, accent. No, 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 no. Those, those Republicans that we were but, saying and stand but, behind it, they were, but be us, realistic. Come us, on, Us snowflake communities yeah. don't yeah. want to do nothing for these folks. No, no, no. We, we don't we'll want no them. Mexicans Fine. here. Fine, take it. We we'll just want it. somebody to take care of them. We don't want to lift we a finger. Want. That's right. We don't want them in our town. That's right. Yeah. I like how Pelosi flipped. Flip the coin just right away. Mm. Oh, give him a place, give him a place, give him a place. Oh, wait, you're going to bring him to San Francisco? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Anywhere but here, bring him yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guess what? Yeah, you need is, to open up your is house. It really, is it really a sanctuary city if they're not willing to take them? Here's the whole thing about it. So, yeah, sure, the government will pay for their transport, take them, and then dump them there. Right. So we work. had them in captivity. We're going to move them up now and let them free. Now our people are animals in captivity. Let them free. Jeez. Well, come on. They have them in holding. They can't deport them. They won't deport them. They said, okay, well, fine. Right. We, they're detainees. That's the word they use. Okay. They're detainees. Guantanamo. So we're just going to go let them go. So nothing's going to keep... Let my people go. Nothing, nothing's going to keep them in the sanctuary cities. They can, Was that they're free. They, they, can, they, they can go free. They can go Whatever free. They want. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like Martin Luther the King. They're not gonna hang around. Let my people go. Are you, are you gonna hang around in Los Angeles? One shit. If I can get out, if I can get out, <laughs> yeah. well, let's hang around. They, well, they're gonna yeah. say like, okay, listen, you can come in, but you gotta stay where we drop you off. What's up, JJ Mosley? Otherwise, you're subject to getting shipped out. Well, if they drop them off, they're free. They're you're free. free. You're you out. You do what they want. You can do what you want. But you got to find a job. You got to have a place to live. You got to buy food. You got to get clothes for. You got a family to support or whatever. Free at last. You know? oh, oh, skip. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't track me, you ain't got no chip in me. Uh-huh. Skip. I'm gone. Going I'm gone. There's I'm no gone. way you can control the situation. Uh, what are you, you going to do? Uh, walk over to, you know, walk a thousand miles and go to the next. No, no. You got to need transplant. I'll turn into. You're I'll turn into. Right there. I'll turn to ten thousand maniacs, or I'll become Vanessa Carlson up in that thing. And I need you. I'll walk a thousand miles. I'll be back home. I would be. What's that other song? One thousand miles. I'd walk one thousand miles. I'd walk ten thousand. Are there more in the fridge? Is that it? What happened to the Raphael Solano? So yeah, that's uh that's that's good that's a good story. And I like the the response. It was an immediate response, and now they backpedal. You know, you're uh you're in the news. Yeah, so we'll release them. Yeah, sure. Okay, well hold up. Hey, but was that genius for that? But you know, okay, here's here's the real story. Here's here's the The real story is it was a joke that was put on by one of the aides, and they said, No, no, we're gonna rescind it. But uh, I think it was Washington Post that leaked the story. Trump saw it and he goes, Are we doing that? That's game on, let's do it. That's a great (laughs) idea. So Trump took it and one upped it. You can feel you can feel uh, any way you want about Trump. But whatever side you're on, you really have to. Look, if you're going to support him and stand behind what he does, don't have you to. Have that to shit. You have you to. Up. You have to just uh, please just admit 
Yes, he is a donkey, but no, but they don't but. do that. They don't. They don't say. They don't acknowledge. Oh, he's doing great things. He's doing great things. Cole is coming back. Do 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 do. But his people. But his people. They trump the trumpet train. His people are doing a good job. So if they, you say that, you know, like the, they're doing his a good job, making him look good, but he's decent. not doing anything. It's okay. He doesn't have his to. Administration. He did his job and won the seat. There are. He don't have to do nothing after that. No. Then now, now two years into it. To do right. After yeah. that. He just has to put the people in place to do the right thing. But then, after two years of doing nothing, now you got to get on the whole. Now, you got to start campaigning look, again. Look, it's like, look, what the fuck? Look, if you're you going to spend all your time it, raising money for campaigning and voting, then and not get anything done, half your cabinet's gone, half the damn, all the vacant seats of the most important jobs, which are immigration, uh, homeland security, uh, internal affairs, uh, uh, secret service, all these heads are now played by acting this, acting that, acting. And then. Isn't that what they all do anyway? They all acted. So this is just the apprentice. So if you got a better guy, if if you're a hater of Trump, I'm not a hater. I'm just saying in general. Okay. If you're a lefty and you hate Trump, first of all, just don't be a crybaby. I'm not crying. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not crying. I'm you just have to identify it. reasons you I don't have like them. Clear, him. clear conscience. Examples like this is not why. Working. What he's doing is detrimental to this country as a nation, not to your feelings. Okay, for the most divisive, cares about your feelings. for the most divisive person who's in a place of power, he has a lack of decorum. He is inciting rampant racism, rampant aggression against anybody that. that stands against him. So he's not inciting violence by so telling people, "I would shoot." Absolutely, I, no. Trump has actually said, "And so I would me, shoot up a place like that." They're pandering to the black side of it, and oh, we you know we're gonna. Right. They're, they're like, "Oh, you poor guys! You know, you need reparations from slavery 150 years ago from people that had nothing. We, we had nothing to do with that." Tell me, Mister James, do yes, you sir. believe in reparations? Should there be reparations? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 150 years ago, I didn't have nothing to do with that. What's up, Brett Austin? Yeah. Um, What's up, foe? All right, so, look. No, we're, we're all here. The treaties hey, are already equal. You cut, what do you, you think? He rides a, a motorcycle. He rides a motorcycle. I do my job. He's white bread, right? He's white born. Probably bread. spent a little time in a trailer once upon a time. Who knows, <laughs> right? Still has still uh, uses the good mayonnaise for his sandwiches. Right. Yeah, He's not going to come out and good say guy. it, but... I'm sure you folks aren't on the fucking Christmas you, you list. Don't, you, you're not on the Christmas <laughs> list. Look. I work hard. My thing is, look, I'm not even making this a color issue. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to be a crybaby about DT, just make it a fact. Something that he is doing that is detrimental to this country. Now, racism, all that other bullshit... I'll be honest with you. Did that you might benefit hurt. from his tax that, break? That might hurt. No. And here's what tax Did break. Did you here's, benefit from his tax break? Let me explain his tax break. Are your are your hey, medicines he, or pharmaceuticals look, things? Anything that he stands look, up for in Stanford that look, he said that he was gonna do. The, what has hey, he done? Get wall? a good get a good job and you'll get decent benefits. Look. Get a good job. Let, let me tell you. This. Okay, but if you have your own business. Well then you gotta do something. You gotta about do something. There's a reason right. why you got your own business. You can't expect shit for free. Now look. No, you don't need it for free. Let me let me Jesus let me explain Christ, make this. It, make it affordable. Who who was the other knucklehead that did? Oh, I'm gonna lower taxes and all this stuff. Every one, of, one of them. One of the Bushes, or was it Clinton? Now here's what they did. 
They didn't lower taxes. They lowered the deductions from your paycheck so that you saw more money on your paycheck. But guess what happened when taxes were filed? You didn't get nothing. You owed something because you didn't have enough taken out of your check. So it was just a smokescreen. Okay, so this new tax break now is an even bigger deficit. Well, of course. The big businesses are paying a real their share. It, real, it wasn't a tax break for you, me, and you. And the, the, it, no, you just got more on your checks, and then you got a super surprise on tax day when you owed. Okay. Right? Yeah. Well, who is stupid to believe you're actually going to get a tax break? Come on, you know that's not going to happen. Every politician since right. the beginning is, and that's how they do it. Promises they do it. They they lower the deductions, but they so they spend two years deflecting and not getting anything done. Then they spend the next two years trying to get reelected. Look, can we do this for another six years? Of course, the economy is doing good right now. Is it now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know what? what? Uh, gas prices, import, export. gas prices. Somebody's messing with that right now. Somebody's touching that. up on that. Four dollars and change for well, gas. Our export. So we got to change our formula. But it's only, but it's only California that's that. We're yeah. threatening. We're threatening Mexico because they won't stop. Uh, who cares? Mexico with what? Bro, who They're really cares? To, uh, who really cares stop about Mexico? The Im- stop the immigrants from coming. Yeah, who, I mean, really, who cares about Mexico? But they're not doing their that part. That place is in such shambles. Mexico is such shambles. Does anybody really care if that place even exists? Okay, so then you, sp- you flip that to, well, yeah, like, Venezuela, care. Puerto Rico. All those places are toilets right now. Yeah, what happened, though? Like, what Why? did, what did he say? Venezuela put all their money what, in gold, what, what in did, their oil. Venezuela yeah. put all their money in their oil. Mm-hmm. Then their paper is not worth anything. Their money's not worth anything. So I mean, what did what did what did he refer to those places as? He third word called shit shit yeah he, shit holes shit whole countries. But he has no idea or any um, process for those shit whole countries. We don't need. He has to. no. He has no. Last time I checked, effort. they're not part of the. U.S. But yeah, his wife has a humanitarian effort, and she's the number one council member of the UN and the Nations. But she's not doing anything to make him. She doesn't need to. She just needs to stand in front of the camera. Look delicious, and that's that. Does it all? That's it. Shut the hell that up. Is it. Just because hey, she you, speaks twelve languages. Look, you only have to be good at but stuff if you're, if you're, if you're if, ugly. If, if you're not getting policies done, and your man's sitting there, and he's just. Creating tariffs and building bigger uh, separation. How is that helping How us is he globally? How is creating separation, though? I don't understand that because I've seen nothing but support for Donald Trump. They and laugh at us. Hey, they dude, laugh at us. What done for the black community hey, since people, the 80s before he would ever consider politics? You know, and who's dividing this country? Pelosi. Hey, people are just... Who's uh, dividing this country? A lot of Democrats. People are just getting their feelings hurt. That's a, lot of, a lot of Republicans are saying that he's destroyed the GOP, though. So where's... <laughs> Where's yeah, but those are hey, those uh, are Republicans. So. Those are Republicans that are just undercover Democrats. Undercover DCs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know what? I don't even know why people take this whole politics seriously. Anyway, it's just a, a show. You know, it's just it's a good old boy society. Uh, they don't care about nobody but themselves. And why do we even put any kind of importance like? Like it really even matters. What you want? I guess all that before it gets cold. Oh, you want some food? Want some get food? Before it cold. Let me hook you I guess up. we can bring it over here. Bring all that. Bring all that over here. Oh, that's the hookup right there. Bring it all. 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 Bring it all over. Bring we're not shy. We're not shy because we're about ninety minutes into this anyway. So I gotta tell Mama thanks for this. Huh? Thank yeah.
That looks good. A little flat. I yelled bread. at her. I yelled at her about the music. Yeah, she comes down here with. Yes. Oh man, why not? Yeah. So we got salad. We got pizza. Yeah, go for it. And then what do we got? Vegetables. Some fried veggies. See, this is great. She. Yeah. Not a fork inside. Oh, we got forks right here. This is nice. Look at this. What is this? That's for real. Some That's kind of beef. Brisk, brisk, brown. So she hooked this one up. That's artichokes yeah. in that salad. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Wow. So what else is new, Magoo? All right. So uh, work is interesting. Yeah. People obviously complaining about their paychecks. Too little, too big. <laughs> you know, it's always companies, man. They're their own worst enemy. Yeah. They think they're getting over on you and all they're doing. They're constantly hiring, but why don't you try and keep the good ones that you got? Well, some people aren't happy with what they're, where they're at, though. Yeah, some. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. And to have turnover like that, you have to... There's different people that have different beliefs. And when you have that kind of turnover, you got to ask yourself a question. Is it our company that has a problem? Or is there just is there that many idiots that are working for us? You know? And why can't we retain it? There's no confident... If there's no confident management or no plan... But that's my thing. Why can't you keep anybody... To, like, you got to constantly be hiring. You got new, new... I don't understand it. You know, if you're just filtering through and there's only a select few people that can do this job effectively, then why aren't you just paying them a bunch of money and keeping them? Well, no. No. Try and get over and pay the least amount possible. Get all these people to work for, you know, cheap. Right. And then you constantly have to hire. So what I don't understand is who needs to get better? But if you tell them something about it, then you get fired. Because are you trying to tell me how to run my business? So the employees of employees are pretty much at fault too. Why is that? Because their goals, their hopes and dreams aren't in alignment with the longer project. They just want to make what they think they should make. The longevity of the company. Not willing to take that hit that the owner or the manager, small businesses mostly, but they don't want to take that hit that this guy's really thin at the belt. He can't look, can't keep this facade going. Here's one of the examples that they gave How is it that you're constantly breaking records, but you're making a lot less money? Because the you've now waged yourself out of competition of the amount of business that you're actually doing. Every month, the company posts more revenue than they've ever seen, yet you're month-to-month making less. Mm-hmm. Who is the destroyer of a company when they finally start doing good? General manager, the owner, trying to cut corners to save more of that money that they're making. That's all it is. More profit. Well, they don't want to turn that profit back into what got them, you know, where they're at in the first place. Advertising, 
finding new customers or keeping the program. Why, why wouldn't you just do more of what got you that? Well, if it was advertisement or a funnel or some sort of thing on customer retention, keeping the customer experience the same, and they don't know how to improve upon that. Why not pay your people more? It's not about paying the people more. If, the, if your customers aren't being satisfied or taken care of. Well, you're posting more profits than you ever have. Your sales are hitting records. Okay. So obviously, the customers are happy that with, their, with the service they're getting because you're selling more. Mm. How are you selling more and the employees are making less? Explain that one to me. Yeah, in some, in some, in some business models, it, it is change and it doesn't reflect that influx of we're making more money, we're doing things, but we're now we're spending more trying to keep at that level. I want to give it up to Kathy, my wife, for hooking it up with the uh, dinner tonight down here. She didn't have to. Probably didn't want to. <laughs> but she did it anyway. So I got to give her a big thank you for that. She is the official caterer of the Plum and Chubby Show. <laughs> so, sometimes you're like, it's like, you should go into the business of doing that. Yeah. But you don't, your interest would only stick with it so long. Well, when we build a comedy club, she's going to take care of the kitchen. Oh, really? Then she'll get burned out doing that. So we're going we're gonna to open a comedy club. You want four? No. We're going to open up one. We just got to find a bunch of loot. Or somebody that wants to invest. The only catch is you can invest, but you can't say shit. <laughs> Silent partner. Oh, you just take the money. You can have lifetime free tickets to every show. And you can even drink for free. You better not say shit while you're there. <laughs> or I will throw you out. You're gone. You're 86. But think about it. Now, I mean, I don't want to give up too much of the plan, but how we're going to do it. But there isn't a decent comedy club within 45 minutes in any direction of here. Really? Not really. And who wants to go to a comedy club, get drunk, and drive home? 45 minutes. Nobody. Got, nobody. We got the biggest marine base in the country. Central Florida market for you. Right here. Right here. We got, I mean, take out all the Mexican. We'll throw a Spanish show every once in a while. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, you know, we got to take all the Mexicans out of the equation. But uh, we got right here, we have tourists. Carlsbad is one of the most visited cities in the country as far as vacation destinations. I mean, That's my first time really down here coming uh, into Eastland. Damn, it's beautiful around here. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's nice. I love it. Oceanside, get tons of tourism. Why can't we have in Oceanside or Carlsbad a thriving comedy club that gets in real headliners from all across the country? And I'm talking about your A-list comics, not this bullshit they got at some of these clubs around here. Those are not fucking comics. I get a little pissed off about that, selling a show like that and then showing people that that's comedy and it's really not. That's not the kind of shit you go to 
a comedy club to go watch. You know? When you go to a comedy club, a real comedy club, you want to see professional comics, professional nationally touring comics. You put on a show like that, you know, it's like put on a professional racing show or, or event with super amateurs. You can't do that. You're not going to pull it off. Or it won't last long. So, my thing is, I want all the big names. Jerry Seinfeld, George Lopez, you know, uh, Bill Burr. I want all those names coming through here. To our comedy club and doing five, six shows a week. That's how you get the business. You know, I don't want to do it if we can't do it right. <laughs> People want to see the big names. Yeah. I want everybody that's coming through. There's comics that won't even come to San Diego because it sucks balls. Nobody wants to come. There's bands that won't play in San Diego because these people won't buy tickets. Hmm. We can pull it off. I'm telling you, we can pull it off. Well, we lost the football team, didn't we? Yeah. I want to have, I want to have five shuttle buses that are picking up and dropping off people. You can come to the show. You don't have to worry about drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. Door service. It's, it's feasible. Yeah. Plus, I'll even pay for if they got if they're not too far away. I'll pay for their Uber or Lyft in the in the form of a ticket. You know, you pay ten bucks for a Lyft, fifteen bucks for a Lyft, or Uber. I'll give you a ticket for in exchange. I don't have a problem with that. It would, I want to make sure everybody comes out. It, would, it wouldn't level out. I mean, it would level out. It would probably even plateau pretty quickly. Because, I mean, the product would, I mean, if we, I mean, we had a Billy Crystal or we had a something like that. And right. High levels, high level. Every week. But it would level out. People, would, they would be done. They would be done with it. Who? How when you're having comments like that every week? It'll be done. Oh, God, man, my, my size is still splitting from that Billy Crystal. Oh, my God, Jim Jaffigan. They're going to draw. Look, you have Carlsbad, Oceanside, Vista, Escondido. You're talking about drawing from millions of people. Encinitas, Lucasia, Rancho Santa Fe. You're going to draw from San Marcos. So look at those competition shows. Garbage, but you get your contract. Then you go um, get a, a year or so contract in Vegas. Do a show. I won't do any of that shit. Every fucking you can take night. that all to those dumpy clubs. Look, if we're not doing a list comics, they're not, you're not doing the club. I right. don't care. Right. I'm not doing a hokey dokey. Have all my friends on stage like all these donkeys are doing. That's why they're done with it. Look, we're going to be like an improv. Does improv have all these garbage shows? No. They have national touring headliners all the time. That's what we're doing. Ontario Mills, that's an improv shop, right? Ontario? Barely. Barely. They let everybody come in, all the hacks, do all their... That's what I'm saying. That's a, but that's shows. an improv, though. Right. But that's Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Irvine. That is a full-blown... That's a badass club right there. But they have... Look off, at the they have, they, they have off. They have off nights. Wow. 
But they're right there in the fucking middle mecca of orange Tuesday, Wednesday, dead nights. I'll just close the thing. Instead of putting up a shitty show, I'll close it. I have a problem. Everybody needs a day off. But I'm not trying to put up these garbage shows. I'm not trying to have a promoter night. If you're a promoter, that's fine. Go to these shitholes. <laughs> I go got a good joke. Go I heard a good joke recently. Um, so this a senior citizen guy. He goes in for a job interview with young HR manager. And the HR manager asks him, what's your biggest weakness? And the older man says, I think it's my honesty. And the HR manager says, well, I don't think honesty is really a weakness. And the older man goes, I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> That's good. Good. There's the joke. I like that. So one of my favorite, let's do joke jokes. Why not? Okay. Joke jokes are, just for the people out there, they're jokes that you didn't write. And as a comic, you never have an opportunity to tell on stage if you're a real comic. Because anything you do on stage is supposed to be everything that you wrote. Original shit. If you're doing some other comic's material and you don't say that it's somebody else's material, you're a hack. So, on instances like this, we announced these are joke jokes. We did not write these jokes. They're just funny to us. Okay? So, there's a couple, and they're laying in bed. <coughs> and this comes from Red Fox, which I can tell you he didn't write it because he didn't write none of the stuff he says. So, they're laying in bed, and he says, Honey, I'm going to buy me a pet skunk. She said, a pet skunk? Why are you going to buy Why are you going to keep this pet skunk? Well, I thought I might keep him under the bed. Under the bed? What are you going to do about that smell? He said, well, shit, I had to get used to that smell. That motherfucker's going to have to get used to the smell, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like that one. That's a red fox. Guy says, I know the secret to acing a job interview. How so? Well, they start asking you questions about where do you see yourself in five years, six years? Where do you see yourself? Don't tell them that you want to replace them or that you'll have a corner office. He says, where do I see myself in five years? not sitting here answering these stupid questions. Don't want to see myself doing that. So what would you say your biggest strength is? I'd say listening is my, my biggest weakness. Yeah, pretty much. What's your biggest strength? Oh, listening is my, 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 my weakness. That's the, that's the joke. That's, that's the, the uh, joke. That's yeah. That's What's your biggest strength? Uh, listening is my is my weakness. Yeah, that's a headsy one. You gotta you gotta you really think got on that one. About that. And I was waiting for the punchline. You know what? I haven't done any joke jokes in so long. Like I don't even remember none of them. You know. Kathy says hello. 
I think that was an LOL for sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> On yours? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't even really remember too much of the joke jokes. <clears throat> I, re- I remember uh, Red Foxes hanging out, and his fiance is like always pestering him about getting married. Fox, Fox, when are you gonna give me a ring? Where are you gonna make a ring? One night he was just so fed up with it, he's in the bathtub, and he goes, When am I gonna give you a ring? When I get out of this tub. Oh, wow. Around the tub. Those are terrible. <laughs> Those are bad. Those are terrible. But when you can make it Tell the part of your stick, right. that's your whole stick. So, I don't have too many joke jokes, but I guess I could tell some of my own that I wrote. Maybe someday somebody will tell it to somebody else. You got six minutes. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. Give me a hot six, Rick. Give me a hot six. So, uh, you ever heard of that? That saying, what a difference a day makes? This is where I screwed up the other, mm. the other night. I know you missed your mark. I didn't lead it with that. Mm-hmm. Stupid. You ever heard that saying, what a difference a day makes? God, I love that saying. But I love a lot of different sayings. I don't know why people use the different things, but they're pretty cool. So I wrote one of my own. You want to hear it? Great. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. What a difference a tit job makes. Now, ladies, come on. Don't, don't get all excited. Don't get all upset. I was a fan of the natural titties for years and years. But then you guys started making them look so good. So <laughs> real. And then when I found out that they all taste the same, <laughs> I was so God, I love them. Now, don't get me wrong, ladies. If they made a dick job for men, I'd get one. <laughs> I would do my part. I would. Well, I'd be a reduction, of course. <laughs> As if. Because I'm tired of hurting ladies. <laughs> hmm. That's good stuff, man. Just my, my I, like little, that. I like that. My little piece of giving back to the community. Have you heard of that new drug, Gay Gone? Gay Gone. It's a new FDA approved drug, Gay Gone. Apparently, you just take one of these little pills here and it takes all the urges of sucking a dick. And just wipes them all away. What's the flavor of this pill? Never had one before. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm hearing this is a genius. It's still, that's a Just pill. a genius drug. And I'll tell you why. Why? Because everybody's got that one friend that what we used to call Metro. Just a little bit on the feminine side. All right. But you like hanging out with him because he buys all the drinks. And he's pretty fun to hang out with. But you're always careful not to have too many. Don't want to pass out. You never know what's going to happen. That's right. Mm -hmm. There's always that little doubt you got. You don't know for sure if he's full on, full on, but you always got that little worry in your mind. Yeah. If he's flaming like hot Cheetos, so you, uh, you're always careful. So this new drug came out, and apparently what you do is you take one of these little hair pills, drop it in his drink, and he'll never have the urge. 
and you're safe to party all night long, and you can buy you as many drinks, and you ain't got nothing to worry about. And, he's and I thought out. it was the most genius drug of all time. And then I found out my girlfriend of six years was taking it. <laughs> and I, I just thought she was always a frigid bitch. Ah. <coughs> really? Yes. Really? Anti-Viagra, huh? Anti-Viagra. <laughs> if anybody's got a good deal on it, let me know. Do yeah. <laughs> you really need Oh, boy, here we go. Um, yes, I do. Why, yes, as a matter of fact, we do. Oh, okay. I, I, You know, I, I you should have the propensity to, to not... Well, if I can put it on my EBT card, I'll, I'll hook you up. If you uh, ever have the opportunity and you really like doing this type of thing masturbation is free Mm-mm. it doesn't cost a dime not in 20 years either it hasn't in 20 years wait you haven't done it in 20 years uh, no no it, it just won't a, cost you anything it won't bro, cost you yeah it just yeah, depends no child, how, no child support it depends how creative you are because you still got to pay for internet and your phone. Internet, your phone, <laughs> or peeping through people's windows. You can get creative. Watch for college education. You got to sub. You know, you have to, you know, find and spice it up a little bit. Switch hands. Um, but our show has digressed. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's been a long time, and I'm glad that's not recording. Are things rough at home? It's been a long time. My wife thinks I'm wasting it. That's what she said. Are you in there wasting it? What? I, I can't. I can't do it a solo trip. I can't. I can't do it. All Dropping alone. the kids off at the pool. Dropping the kids off the pool. Are you wasting it? She says. Oh. And I'm like, why would I waste it? Storing it up for the big. That reminds me of a good joke. Every 36 days or every. What does it? Every like other money? month. No. I, am I? <laughs> I'm trying to save it so it'll be robust. It'll come out to shoot. Pow! Bang! Boom! <laughs> And she asked me if I'm wasting it. It's not that it's going to cheapen the quality of it, the veracity or the pulse of it when it hits. She's worried about is there being actually too thing relaxed. Too relaxed. Oh. That is, it'll come too easily. Hmm. Hence the word come too easily. Right. Um, and so she's concerned that that's Ear- all I'm doing. Earmuffs. All I'm doing. And I'm like, I haven't done that. I haven't done that. Would you, One, admit, would you admit it? It's difficult because I can't reach the tip. Why? <laughs> I'm just saying, would you admit it? If she I, asked you? you know what? I would definitely. If she definitely, asked you. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd, I'd, I'd be honest. You know, I'd, I'd tell her everything. Would I would tell her everything. I, that's, how, that's when I got in the worst water was when I told her the truth. No, I don't know what you're thinking. No, there. What was I thinking? What was the game plan? What was the outcome? You're supposed to do a Bill Clinton right now. I was supposed to. I had never had sexual. Right. And with that woman. Man, that sounds like a Muhammad Ali about. Clinton right, right there. That was, that was horrible. Oh, so, at the end of the show here, we're going to be signing a petition. And I'm going to pass the petition out to everybody I know because it's something that I really believe in. Okay. Because. Just as we're going to war and we're losing soldiers' lives out there every day. Salute the troops. I believe in this a whole hundred percent. And there's millions of lives that are being lost every day. Millions and billions of lives that are lost every day for stupid reasons. 
And they don't have any kind of choice of where they're born or how they come into this world. They're just subject to being dropped wherever they're dropped. And I feel for them, and we gotta save these lives. So I want everybody to sign this petition. Because there's lives being lost every day in the hands of young men, <laughs> in the small of the backs of young women. <laughs> the tender, fresh Sometimes faces. Sometimes even in a, their belly bones. And the tender, fresh faces, even. And we can do something about it, people. We can. See, ladies, the next time you have an opportunity, I need you to go ahead and take one for the team and just go ahead and swallow. Swallow. <laughs> Save a life if you have the opportunity. The swallow is the but if we can all I'll sign the petition. If we all join together here, I believe we can make this happen. Make it rain. Let's save a life, y'all. Save a life, y'all. Thank you very much. Save a lifetime in the world. Well, you know, it's been a good show. We well, appreciate thank you, Mr. John James for showing up, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for having me, guys. Driving all the way down from LA. That was a fun ride. Miles. And, fun ride. Uh, he, did, he did one mile a minute that much. We are in the studio, Pallone Chubb Studio. Apologize for the eating on the show, but we were starving. We got to eat. That was good stuff, Kathy. And thank you show very much. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Mom. And uh, if anybody wants to come on the show next week, open doors. We might be able to have an opening for you. Right. Just a little slot. Right. A little piece of Come, Come promote your business. Come talk about Come and talk about shop. weird shit that you do. And bring some hamburgers. <laughs> Maybe my nephew can, can drop scrounge more. up a burger or something. Or from, two from the good guys. Yeah. Hold the salt, Five please. Guys. Hold the salt, please. Yeah. yeah, black folks can't have salt. No, it's just they make them too damn salty. Hypertension. Don't make me drive my 90 miles again. Don't make me come down for some salty fries. So we are the Plum Chubby Show here. We're here every Wednesday night in the Plum Chubby Studio. Soon to be named the Sony Studio. If they give us a bunch of free shit. Yeah. All right, so, the camera. Yeah. We, we're down. We're getting the camera. We're getting the sound system. We're getting. We're going to dial this thing up professional style. We got to get some sponsors. It's all coming, man. Kick this show, ass. This show is going to go worldwide not only across this nation but it's going to go worldwide we just need your help share tell people to tune in <coughs> the key is get as much uh, followers and to tune into the show so we can sell that so share it to all your friends tell them to tune in every Wednesday 8pm even better you can become uh, a friend of the show Look on Podbean, podbean.com. Look for Blown and Chubby. Search it. Watch all the episodes, 80 episodes on there. Get them. You can see from the very beginning. From the beginning, the humble <coughs> beginning. Like over a year ago, right? A year and a half ago. So tune in, check it out, tell your friends. The Blown and Chubby Show coming at you. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m., we got a different show for you every week. Never the same old thing. Keep on watching. Thank you all, all the loyal, faithful followers that we got tuning in every week. We love you. We're here because of you. Thank you very much for allowing us to do what we love doing. We'll be here next week. Bring all your friends next Wednesday night, 8 p.m., here on Facebook Live. And the watch party coming near you. And the watch party coming near you. Hey, I'm Friday Rick night. Oh. Go ahead. No, Friday night. Friday that? night. Uh, second round of the 
Season opener for the Comedy League. Where's We're going to be at Iron Fist and Mario Logan. Oh, boy. And then we'll be back up here, hopefully, at Iron Fist in May, May 1st, May 10th, something like that. I forgot. Uh-huh. Um, Iron Fist Vista and um, soon Aztec Brewery and in India Joe's. And then we'll be back at Bar- Harbor Creek. So we're definitely growing our stretching our feet out here. We're going to go to Ramona, too, on a Thursday night and then uh-huh. down to Oklahoma. So, yeah, the league is expanding. We get a lot more mm-hmm. locations different rotation of some comics and everything and it's good to see these kids coming up and now that we are on our for our openers are good and we're getting solid content our value is definitely going up so maybe i'll get a little 30 minute headliner spot on one of them their shows maybe one day Uh you can so grow your pubes out you'll be all right please so let's see what we do this has been another pulling chubby episode thanks for tuning in until we see you again down the road Guys, thanks for having me on. Man, dude, thank you for coming. And everybody, watch out for motorcycles on the road, please. Yeah. Please make a post. Stay in your your lane. Don't move over to the side. We'll get by. Thank Thank you very much for tuning in. See ya. Good night, everybody. Good night.